Quiet on set. Rolling. Action. Hello. Hello. Welcome back to another episode of Encut, and welcome back to another movie review. Woo 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 woo. Today we're actually not at our usual spot, so you might be hearing. I mean, we're in kind of in the middle of nowhere. It is not the middle of nowhere. It is the opposite side of the the, the state. We're at my parents' house. Woo. Yeah. <laughs> And so you might be hearing some crickets, but you won't be hearing the usual crackling noises from my siblings or my parents doing stuff in the kitchen. And it is a quiet really nice. night here in this suburban area. <laughs> now, hopefully, maybe, possibly, next episode will be recorded in the actual middle of nowhere. <laughs> so that should be nice. So we'll yeah, we'll give you updates on the next episode. <laughs> Well, today's episode, we're talking about a movie that came out some time ago. July 1st. July 1st. Not a bad. And it's a bit of a twist in what we've been doing for the past couple of episodes. Today, we're actually talking about Minions. The Rise of Gru. Yeah. This comedy is an animated movie that is... Some things for kids, some things for adults. Usually targeted for kids, but adults will Love it. laugh a lot. <laughs> and we saw this movie, what, about like, I don't know, a month ago, perhaps. I don't know, about like a full month ago? A couple weeks, but, for sure. yeah, definitely a couple weeks it's ago. It's been some time, and kind of because my family from Colombia came over, <laughs> so we've just been hanging out with them, so we haven't had much time to actually record past episodes and but yeah we're getting around to it really excited we actually love this no spoilers for the review our own review but we love this movie yes (laughs) (laughs) all right and so if you want to tell us a little about a little bit about what's up with the movie so yeah this is the third minions movie you sure well third Counting so there was Despicable Me, Me. Despicable Me Two, Minions, and then Minions Rise of Minions. For some reason, I feel like there was like another Minions movie, but maybe I'm just like lying to myself. This is the fourth installment. Second Um, Minions movie. Second Minions movie, fourth installment in the Despicable Me universe. Um, Obviously, this is again more of like a prequel to the first Despicable Me movie, which I actually really appreciate. I don't think we see enough prequels. Mm -hmm. Um, So animated movie prequels that is. Yeah, exactly. So, um, it's it's, a it's perfect, in line directly after the first. Yeah, Minions I was gonna say. Movie. I think it's a perfect um, like continuation of the first. Exactly. One. Yeah, and this uh, I don't know if you guys have ever seen the first Minion movie, but that was more focused on the Minions themselves, with like a very brief glimpse of them meeting Gru for the first time. But this movie sort of solidifies the relationship that they have mm-hmm. with each other. Um, moving forward into the Despicable Me movie. And kind of how they became close and stuff. Exactly, And how they yeah. became an important part of uh, who mm-hmm. he is as a villain. Yeah. Now, I think this movie did a great job with a, not only marketing, because they marketed it mm-hmm. everywhere, but also just, like, being a great animated movie sequel. Yeah. I mean, Despicable Me did it, too, really nicely mm-hmm. with the, their second movie, but Minions 2 was killing it. Yeah. In the box office, which is weird to say about animated movie sequels. Yeah. Like, take for example Aladdin mm-hmm. or um, The Little Mermaid. Mm-hmm. I mean, Toy Story, of course. And then there yeah. is 
the movies that did do really good with their sequels, but animated movies, I think, have a harder, mm-hmm. a much harder time actually making a sequel. I think it's it has a lot to do with the kid-based audience, because mm-hmm. obviously for, like, any, any sequel can go bad, but you have to create a newer story that still appeals to kids, yeah. that still appeals to the kids that are growing up, um, or the adults that grew up with it. Like, for, I think the first Despicable movie, Me movie came out when we were both, like, in, like, middle school, mm-hmm. high school, and yet it's still continuing, and we're still enjoying it, even though all these years have passed, because it's a fresh new story that still has, like, that appeal, and I think that's how, like, Toy Story was able to continue on, with mixed reviews, obviously everything has mixed reviews, but I think it's really rare that we get to a fourth movie that is still doing really well. Now, what's the Definitely. studio that makes this? Funimation? Something like no, that? No, no, no. Um, this is Universal Illumination. Pictures. And then with Illumination Pictures. Illumination yeah. Picture, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, oh, what was I going to say? <laughs> oh, yeah. I was going to say that I think Illumination did a great job identifying what the fans were actually wanting for a sequel mm-hmm. of not only the Minions, but just a fourth installment of Despicable Me. Yeah. Because... Yes, we loved uh, Despicable Me, uh, which in Spanish actually translates to uh, my favorite villain. Oh, nice. <laughs> I didn't know that. Uh, I think they did it really good because we loved the minions themselves mm-hmm. from the get-go. Yeah. So giving them their own, like... Um, spin-off. Spin-off almost. movie mm-hmm. is exactly what we needed. Yeah. And it's actually also really a really good way of telling us more about Gru. Mm-hmm. As a villain, because yes, it is a Minions movie, but we still have. It's not a Minions movie in a different continent, a different era, that is completely separated from the mm-hmm. main Despicable Me line. Is actually allowing the the audience to see what happened with Gru before he was in Despicable Me. It's world building. Yeah, that's what that is. It it's really a whole helps. universe, and mm-hmm. and you get to see more villains, and mm-hmm. you, you get to see all of these different characters. And actually, it's really interesting how in this movie. We also see the villain or like the arch nemesis from Gru from the first movie, the guy that wears the yellow tracksuit. Yep. We get to see him in mm-hmm. a photo as a kid. So you know that these You've people are the around. You see the pieces come together. And then you also have him meeting Dr. Nefario in this movie for mm. the very first time. Um, yeah. They do a really good job of like tying it all together into like yeah. one big bow at the end. Now I'll have to look at Despicable Me again and maybe the mm-hmm. second one as well because. I feel like what happened in the Minions 2 with the the five villains, it's just such a big plot and such a big moment in Gru's life mm-hmm. that I think there needs to be something in the Despicable Me movies that maybe they weren't thinking about when they make the Despicable Me movies. Mm-hmm. Maybe they weren't saying, yeah, we're going to make these other movies ahead of our time. Because, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, we have uh, universes like Marvel that if you watch them in chronological order, they're already speaking about things that are going to happen in like 20 mm. movies ahead of them. I don't think Minions is that smart. <laughs> I know. I'm just saying, it's, su- it's such an important part mm-hmm. of Gru's life. Yeah. That maybe there is, and I just have to watch it again, because well, I haven't seen it in forever. So let's get into the summary of what happened, because yeah. I think I can I can sort of pinpoint kind of what could be mm-hmm. um, the result of what happened in this movie. So the... The brief plot summary that I have here is from IMDb. Um, so it says here, In the heart of the 1970s, amidst a flurry of feathered hair and flared jeans, Gru, voiced by Steve Carell, is <laughs> growing course. up in the suburbs, a fanboy of a supervillain supergroup known as the Vicious Six. Gru hmm. hatches a plan to become evil enough to join them. 
Luckily, he gets some mayhem making backup from his loyal followers, the Minions. Together, Kevin, Stewart, and Bob, and Otto, a new Minion, um, sporting braces and a desperate need to please, <laughs> deploy their skills as they and Gru build their first lair, experiment with their first weapons, and pull off their first missions. When the Vicious Six oust their leader, legendary fire fighter Wild Knuckles, voiced by Alan Arkin, Gru interviews to become their newest member. It doesn't go well, to say the least, and only gets worse after Gru outsmarts them and suddenly finds himself the mortal enemy of the apex of evil. On the run, Gru will turn to an unlikely source for guidance, Wild Knuckles, and discover that even bad guys need a little help from their friends. So the the connection that I have here is that Wild Knuckles is very much like a mentor to him, um, and you can see that, like, he looks up to him. But what I think is even more interesting is that, spoiler alert, um, <laughs> Wild Knuckles, like, <laughs> he's, he's, he's working alone, and he's doing things, um, like, he fakes his own death at the end. Spoiler! Um, <laughs> but he's yeah. sort of showing Gru that he doesn't necessarily need to be a part of this big membership i don't really know if wild knuckles simply has just passed away by the time the first movie were to come obviously like he wasn't a character in the first movie but you can just Mm -hmm. assume that maybe he passed away but i think seeing that he doesn't need to be a part of a group and that he doesn't really need anybody except his minions and nefario i think that's what kind of is the correlation more than anything um that could explain his like resistance to other people bombarding what he's already created in this bubble. And maybe also he's um, a feeling of mentor towards the minions, perhaps. Maybe, yeah. Like, he's so close with them in more, definitely more of, like, a boss <laughs> way. Um, Mini boss. But, exactly. Uh. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I, I, think, I think he has, like, something really strong with them. So anything that could disrupt his social pattern doesn't agree with him. And I think that's mm-hmm. what we're seeing here yeah. um is he's beginning that social pattern of like i'm gonna be by myself with my minions with my dr nefario because he <laughs> does agree to join him we don't really see what nefario does yeah. at the oh beginning, but see that's another he does thing. agree to join him mm-hmm. and work with him after he um gets let go by the vicious yeah. six um so yeah i think that's more of kind of how it would lead to hey i don't want to look too deep um into like the universe plot mm-hmm. making of it um but it's just something that came to my mind. Yeah. And the thing that you mentioned about Dr. Nefar is actually something that they really they did really good with this A Rise of Group movie, bringing mm-hmm. him back into there. Yeah, I was really, like, really happy to see yeah. that. Because obviously I think by now we all People like, know the, the story. We were just like, oh, no way, that's him, that's him. Yeah. <laughs> it was the same reaction when um, Vector, him as, like, a little boy was seen. And you can yep. see his dad there, too. And you're like, oh. <laughs> just like the first time he went to the wizard because oh, maybe evil bank why did i say wizard evil <laughs> villain bank because <laughs> when they made the despicable me despicable me movie they probably weren't thinking about the next movies are gonna come up in 10 years but when they were making this uh, rise of crew movie they were definitely thinking of different ways to tie mm. the despicable me future with the past as uh, with grew as a kid and do you, do you want to go into some reviews? Yeah. So the first review um, I have here is from IGN.com. Um, I'm just going to find a part where they talk about... Um, if you hear anything on the background like that, 
Those are just <laughs> <laughs> sleeping dogs. <laughs> sleeping dogs, two of them. A medium sized old man and a baby dog that is like a thousand pounds. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so the the review says this. Um the minions' gruesome adjectives are pretty much the only things that define them as characters in the broadest sense. If the humor mm. doesn't stem from these annoying little goblins trying to do <laughs> meaningful human things, then it rests solely on their buttocks sticking out of their overalls, a <laughs> gag that repeats itself like clockwork every 10 to 15 minutes. I like it. Minions The Rise of Gru has a plot but no story. It features references mm. but few jokes. Ultimately, enjoying it comes down to whether or not you can tolerate 90 minutes of la ooga booga banana por favor. And if you're under the age of three, the answer is probably yes. But in that case, any parent may as well just plop their kid in front of a YouTube playlist of D-Billions instead. The verdict is Minions, the Rise of Gru is more of a Minion compilation than Gru prequel. It wastes its fun ideas and comedic setups in favor of disconnected slapstick gags, which may delight the diaper-wearing crowd, but will end up a chore to anyone forced to comprehend its inerrant dramatic scenes and 70s pop culture references. I have to completely disagree with this one <laughs> just by the fact of my reactions when he was saying like the Uga Booga Banana Por Favor. <laughs> That's like the best thing that <laughs> I want from this movie. And the whole Minis compilation. I was literally looking at Minis compilation before we went to see the movie. Literally the moment that you told me that the Minions language is a combination of, of five, like, like five, five different, different languages. languages. Like Spanish and French and whatnot. And Mandarin is one I of started them. hearing the different languages and that's yep. all I could focus on. It made me laugh even harder because I realized that's a real word that they yeah. just said. And whenever they say something in Spanish, it's just like really iconic for me. Mm-hmm. I... I don't know. I was um, crying of how much I was laughing. Like, my stomach was I was hurting. laughing from the beginning yeah. on. It really. was always hilarious. I mean, yes, the, the, I think the, the trailer gives away the entirety of the plot and For everything the most that's going to happen. I think that was the biggest critique I can say. Because I felt like I was watching the entire movie. And yeah. I knew what the uh-huh. entire climax of the movie would be. I was pleasantly surprised by other things. Yeah. But it doesn't mean that I didn't know what the overarching storyline yeah. like was. Like the minions becoming animals. Yeah. Like that you was see really that big. in the trailer. This big fight with the mm-hmm. Chinese um, signs. Ugh, the Chinese New Year animals. I'm trying to the remember. The dragons? Well, because it was like the <laughs> oh, dragon, yeah, the yeah, rabbit. Yeah. yeah, this, yeah. yeah, yeah. The, the, like this big fight mm-hmm. on Chinese New Year for that. Um, was completely just told. And shown dragged out through the trailer, which which is not I guess a happened. good way of getting kids to be more interested because they're like, oh, I want to yeah. see that. I wanna but see it's how not that helpful happens. to people that don't actually want the entire movie yeah. talked about in the trailer. But I think all in all, I think it's a great movie that has really good laughs and there's some really good this jokes. This other review kind of disagrees with you. It gave it a grade C. Wow. Is this a different This one? is IndieWire.com now. Um, <laughs> scattered moments of comedic transcendence, the kind that will appeal to the entire audience, even as they might scar a few young'uns. A classic hallmark of any good kids movie do arrive, including a sequence in which the minions attempt to a pilot a commercial jet. That was so funny. <laughs> Inevitably, they succeed. If Even if one of them is stripped naked in the process, the minions love many things, but they really love butts. Such is the case with Minions The Rise of Gru. Inevitably... It sort of succeeds, even if that means relying on silly gags, lots of butts, 
and the kind of set pieces that would only fly literally in the animated space. It's colorful and madcap and zany, and while that might not make it suitable for our audiences, it will delight the very one it is made for. That's fine for now, but if this franchise wants to survive, the next entry will have to take on a much more tougher mission. Stay silly, but get a whole lot smarter. Huh. I mean, not a bad critique. I, yeah, I get it. It's just constructive for sure. It's hard to grade something that was yeah. not meant for you. <laughs> it's definitely not meant for adults. Yeah. yeah. I think the only thing that was meant for adults was all the 70s references. Yeah. That's it. I just want to comment really quick uh, on Rotten Tomatoes. It got a 71% tomato meter, mm -hmm. which actually in Spanish sounds more fun. Tomatometro. <laughs> <laughs> and then it got an 89% audience score. Not bad. I mean... So people like it. I mean, have you seen that viral meme of people dressing in suits just yep. to go watch the Minions. That's the only reason why the Minions had such record-breaking box office mm -hmm. numbers because it became an entire meme to dress up in suits in your formal wear. Now, also, just as a little gag that could be really fun for everyone, if you Google Minions Rise of Gru and then you scroll down a little bit on Google, you'll find a Minion dancing. Let me just refresh it right now so Kate can see. You can ah. find a minion dancing on your screen, and it says, see a minion in your space. And then you click view in 3D, and it'll take you to another thing that will open up your camera, and then ah. you can see the minion. And he's in a 70s thing. Oh, okay. If you download an app, you can see the minion dancing as if it was like a Snapchat filter, and then you put the little minion on your table. I love that. Clever, very clever. Yeah. And you can actually, like... With your finger, you can. Well, turn yeah, it's them a 3D around. model. Yeah, you can move them around quite a bit. That's this just cute. comes to show how, like, big of a thing it became. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, minions were literally all the rage, and they're only gonna continue. Yeah. They're like iconic. They'll make at this more point. for sure. The thing is, what culture. are they gonna do next? <laughs> I mean, right now, at the end of this movie, he's still just a kid. He's still just 11 and three-fourths yeah. years old. <laughs> and then we don't see Despicable Me until his, like, I don't know, probably 30? 30s. Yeah. yeah. So we have a good 19 years, well, 18 and a half. I would love to see... Teenage. No, 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 no. Him losing his hair. <gasps> How did that happen? Gru has a whole head of hair at 11 years old. I kind of want to go back a little bit more and see how he <laughs> learned how to ride a motorcycle. <laughs> that all, all good ideas. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, illumination, hire me. Hire us. I, I don't really know what else you could do with the original storyline. I mean, he's already happily married. And I don't think yeah. we want to give them marital problems. <laughs> yeah, I think with the main storyline, I think it's good. But there is... Okay, so this just kind of takes me back to uh, Avatar, The Last Airbender, and how mm -hmm. we saw uh, Aang through his um, whole story as a kid. And then we go to uh, Avatar and uh, The Legend of Korra, mm -hmm. and we only get to know that Aang had kids and then he died when he was old and whatever but the fans were eager to see what happened in those whatever 50 years that we completely missed and mm -hmm. um, out of screen time so maybe that's something that minion fans want to see maybe. probably just do anything you can do to give us more minions movies mm -hmm. i feel like that's a really possible statement that people could easily make um and why not? Honestly, mm -hmm. the worst case scenario, you're still gonna kill it in the box office. <laughs> True, because it's minions. At this point, it's not even the movie is good or not. 
Mm-hmm. At this point, you're just going to see it because it's a Minions movie and yeah. you're going to love it, period. Mm-hmm. I think that's ha- kind of how it felt to go see Toy Story 4. Yeah. It doesn't really matter if the movie is really bad. It's still a Toy Story movie and you got to know what happens next. Exactly. I needed to close out my childhood yeah. like that. <laughs> and it will happen if they come out with another Cars movie. It will happen if they come out with another Monsters, Inc. movie. I kind of hope they don't because I feel like those are perfect just the way that they are. Would you but not go see it, though? I would go see it out exactly. of sheer curiosity. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone feels the same way. It's like, ugh, what did they do this time? Exactly. So the, the same thing will happen with the Minions with the good factor that there's actually material that they can pull out of mm-hmm. uh, for the Minions. Makes sense, yeah. Yeah. How many uh, clapping boards out of five would you give it? I'm giving it a four out of five only because I already knew so much about yeah. this movie from the trailer. If I had any ounce of surprise and like, oh, that's mm-hmm. a new plot point that I did not ever see coming, like maybe yeah. I would have enjoyed it a lot more. But I already went in basically knowing what was going to happen, how things were going to mm-hmm. end. And only very briefly was I like aware um, like not aware of this ha- like mm-hmm. happening, like like Doctor Nefario, like going to the villain bank. Um, so yeah, that's my only thing. Now I really love absurd comedy in yes. bad comedy. That's like one of the best things I think I like. Mm-hmm. Uh, bad comedy just makes me laugh a lot. So I don't know if this was bad comedy or just pure gold comedy. I think it was a mix of both. Yeah. Yeah. And it both made me laugh. <laughs> now, if it was only because of the plot. Given that I knew so much of the plot and what I knew wasn't even that interesting. Like, the plots, the storyline mm-hmm. in general, it's a bit weird. And yeah. I mean, it fits, but it's a little bit weird. Out of that alone, I will give it a three. Hmm. And if it was just because of the comedy, since I was laughing the entire time, I will give it a five. Yeah. So I'm just going to keep it at a four because mm-hmm. I think it was a good mix and I understand they're not trying to... Target twenty-one year olds yeah. that are filmmakers and are doing podcasts on that, trying to break down part. this. You, you this can't movie. critique it too hard when it's it a kids was movie. Not meant for you. It's still a kids yeah. movie and mm-hmm. it's not made for people that make critiques on podcasts. <laughs> but they know we're gonna go see it anyways. Uh-huh, exactly. <laughs> uh, so just great and honestly, the minions were putting their ads in. I don't know, it was like um, like different insurance companies' ads. Yeah, the Minions ads are literally everywhere. <laughs> so, yeah. They're Good all job over the movie them. theater, even if they're not showing the movie anymore. Yeah. It's, it's like M&M's got at a point. Mm-hmm. That M&M's were just everywhere. Exactly. With their beautiful characters. <laughs> Probably going to be a Minions store in New York soon. And I will definitely oh, go. Oh, gosh, I cannot imagine that. Right next to Lego and m and store. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Well, I think that's everything for from us. Uh, next time we'll be talking about... Nope. Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, next time we'll be talking about Nope. So, um, Well, next movie review. Next movie review, that is. So just hang tight. And, and you can follow us at Encot the Podcast on Instagram. And you can follow me at Sevas Alep on Instagram. And you can follow me at Kate Johnston 622 on Instagram as well. Thank you so much for being here one more week, and we'll see you the next time. And... And...